Um, but yes, uh, welcome everyone to the Benangay podcast. Uh, you're, you're listening to Shakura. It's Jazz. Selena. Man, I talk about some Wi-Fi, <laughs> Wi-Fi lag. Um, and today we're going to be discussing love relationships. We have a few listeners that have been loving um, what we were discussing last week and or the other week. And we thought, why not discuss those questions? Now, just before we start, we are all young. We are not complete love relationship experts. So we are going to be relating it to our own perspective, which we will clarify when we are answering these questions. So just bear that in mind. But the first question that we received, which I think is quite an interesting one, was, um, is it still weird to still have feelings for an ex after a long period of time? Has anyone had an ex in, in this group? Uh, no. No. Okay, so that's the perspective. Maybe maybe from. ask maybe <laughs> ask more relevant questions to us. That, 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 was, that was the person, that's but what the person asked. I don't want to be rude and like not ask the question. Of, I can talk about other people's exes if that helps. Like, um, but okay, depends. I think it also depends on how you guys broke up. If it was a really toxic relationship maybe a lot of codependence I guess it would be very hard to uh get over that but it also depends on what kind of person you are like mm. it's easy for you to snip snip and block block or can you or, or do you still hold on to feelings um exactly I guess everyone kind of heals in their own way and it takes time but I think it's just best to try and just go no contact and keep yourself busy stay with your friends and just try as hard as you can to just move on. Mm. Yeah. I think if I was in a relationship with someone and I did feel uncomfortable and I was like, hey, listen, you need to stop talking to such and such, you know, Stephen or whatever. Um, and they were like, no, I don't want to stop talking to Stephen. He's like one of my best friends ever. I would have an issue with it because mm. at the end of the day, you shouldn't be feeling like, oh, I need this person in my life to, or this guy in my life in order to, you know, uh, feel complete. If that's the case, then why don't you don't date him instead of me? That would be my thought process. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm not above, you know, trying to to make it work for that person. I would I would hear the man. I'd be like, okay, why do you, would you want to keep talking to the person? But I think at the end of the day, if I do say I feel uncomfortable with you talking to them, I think you have to have enough respect in a specific relationship to say like, okay, yeah, I will. I'll uh, respect you in that regard. Mm-mm, mm-mm, yeah, from mm-mm. personal experience, that's happened to me like I was wasn't the ex but the ex was in the picture if that makes sense yeah um, but long story thought they're blocked so I think that's just how it might have to go yeah. um again as I'm just saying like if you respect a relationship you'd be like okay I want to make it work with this person you know this person may still be my friend but if ex and so and so has feelings for me then it can't like we can't be friends because exactly like this whole issue about exes still being in contact with uh like their ex um mm. it can work if you've i don't think it can work straight away i think you have to take some space from each other mm, and then mm, come back mm. and then like reevaluate your like your relationship and your friendship and see can you guys be friends or are there mm. feelings from one person and in my mm. instance like it just we all try to come to a compromise but it wasn't working so like they were just blocked to the end because of just Again, it was just like tiring for everybody. Um, mm. But yeah, that's what I have to say. 
Yeah, so to, I guess, like, my perspective in, in answering this question, is it weird to still have feelings? I think it would be weird to not have any feelings if you love that person, depends on how deep the relationship is. And it depends what that feeling is. If Is it something, is it a lustful feeling or is it actually a feeling of love? Um, and after a long period of time, then again, you have to ask yourself the question, like Selena says, like, why is it for that period of time? Is it something toxic or is it something that, perhaps wasn't good for you but you just miss being in that comfortable position but again I've never had an ex so I would not understand that feeling um and hopefully whoever's listening and asked that question don't get too mad that we weren't really able to answer it um but leading on I have another one kind of linking onto the similar topic they were asking whether or not finding the true one exists finding the one finding love of your life does that actually exist that's a great question. I do you want me to take this one, or do you want one of you guys want to say anything? Go ahead, go ahead. I am of the opinion that there are multiple the ones. I think there are too many people on this planet for there just to be one out of seven or eight billion. I think mm. uh, obviously once you commit to one of the ones, you can't just have like, oh well, I found another one of the ones, so I can have like, you know, two for one special. You can't do that. You have to pick one eventually. But I do think that to say that, oh, no, there is only one, the one, I think is a little bit, uh, I don't think it's um, myopic, but I think it's a little bit like a little bit narrow, narrow minded. And I think it doesn't take into account like, you know, variety of types of relationships, like um, uh, open relationships and polyamory and stuff, you know, mm. um, those relationships do work. Obviously it wouldn't work for me, but those relationships do work for people and they work for a reason. So yeah, I think there, there, there isn't just one. There are multiple the ones, if you want to put it like that. Definitely agree. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think people do need to get real. There's not just the one. Um, and also they can be the one for that moment. I think that kind of exists um, for me personally. And like you just said, there's so many people in the world today. You can't really restrict yourself to one. But I definitely believe there is the one for that moment. Um, if you need the one to help cuddle you at night, yeah, there's your one or the one to meet at the club or the one like the list goes on and on. So I do you think that exists? No, I, wait, think- I, wait, well, I, th- I meant more like actual, like encompassing ones, like as in oh, like, there yes, is like yes, yes. the one in terms one of like, in your okay, the person. Yeah, one yeah, in your yeah, life. Yeah. There's, there is more than one of those. That's what of I'm course. saying. Not mm-hmm. one of like and specific, which is also true. No, no, no. You know, no, no, no. Yeah, I definitely agree. I was just adding on that you can have the one for that moment as well. But yeah, definitely in linking to more of what Jazz was saying, I guess the more holistic view, if that's the right word. Um, so yeah, I definitely believe that, yeah, you, you can't have the one. And also the reason why I'm linking to like the one for the moment is because we're all 22 here. What we envision our man or woman or whatever the person may be at 22 is going to be different than what we envision when we're 32 52 102 if we make it that far so each each kind of version of ourselves is different so for example Sneha and I were touching upon last week about what our what our kind of air quote I don't want to say the word preferences but what because of the situations we were in what we were kind of more attracted to Mm. at the time and that wasn't even that long ago like what four or five years ago that's not even that long yeah. ago. So we might have found the one then that fit the criteria then. And therefore, and it's, it's basically just emphasizing your jealous point. Um, yeah. You can't and have then, the one as this, this billions of people. Yeah. Then looking onto that, I just feel like, again, because we're so young, 
I worry people get so hung up on the idea of finding their soulmate or the one. Mm. I think people just enjoy dating. And if things don't work out, they don't work out. They work out great. Um, mm. But like, I feel like people are so pressured to be like, oh, by this age you must do this and this age you must like, you know, get married. But exactly, I just think people should just try and just slow down a bit. Like life mm. will still carry on. Fact. Um also like when but I I'll about- say this I, I'll say this when you're young when you're young it is hard to mm. have that perspective and I, I think about that specifically yeah. when you're in high school and middle school when it's been, like like think about the amount of times people have been like oh you know it's just high school you know none of this really matters blah blah blah, blah. but when you're in it or when you're experiencing it it's kind of hard to even like like it, to imagine like past that specific age but as you get older yeah. when you look back I, I'm sure there's some kind of probably like some kind of like cool aspirational quote I could try to conjure up here. But basically what I'm trying to say is like when you look back, it's easier to see the possibilities than when you are looking forward. You know what I mean? I guess that's kind exactly. of what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. It's it is it is like the amount of times I don't know about you guys, but the amount of times this is kind of linking to the love thing. But the amount of time I, I've looked back like my time of like high school and been like, oh, why don't I just ask that girl out? Like what was stopping me? Or like why was I like so nervous in this moment? Like like it's it's hard to it's easy to see it with hindsight and be like oh yeah you know he should have just done this but at the time when like you know your face is you know up against like the situation you're in and like you're facing mm. the fire it's it's mm. it's harder than it than it appears you know what i mean so exactly 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 yeah, yeah. i don't I even know how, if that had yeah, anything to do with what you were saying you... <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna talk about um i remember i was talking to some friends like a while back and I remember people being like, oh, you know, on the first date, you should say, like, if you want to get, if what, if you're serious or not, like, if you want kids in the future, you want to get married. But I was thinking about that. It's like, how, what if you, what if your mind changes in mm. one, two years? How do you know if you want to get married or have kids? People are like, exactly. oh, you're, gonna, you're lying to that person if you're saying you're not serious. And it's like, well, no, people's, people change. Jobs change, like, life changes. Yeah. You can't just you can't be like oh yeah I want to be serious mm. or like or you can't just say oh I don't want to have kids I don't want to have mm. kids and then obviously if you're completely mismatched from the get-go yeah. it probably won't work but you can mm. just enjoy dating and you know and then you can have an, like a friendly breakup I guess in the end like you don't mm. you shouldn't have to stress so much about someone being perfect like on the like straight away that's my perception anyway I agree with you to an extent so like for me for me personally, I, I understand the whole thing for dating, but don't you kind of date? Not For me personally, it doesn't really matter whether it's marriage or kids, but most people don't they tend to date for the long term naturally or like, is it just me? Like for me personally, the way I would imagine it, uh, me as an individual, like I can't really waste time with someone for the sake of just like, if it was something that was for having fun, I, I kind of get that. But if it was a fun thing, it, it, it's a bit weird if it's lasting more than like a month or two. Yeah, but, if it was just casual, I get, but yeah, I don't think being in a relationship like long ter- longish term with someone would be wasting time because you're still enjoying being with that person. Yeah, exactly. Each other's company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. That's a good point. Um, on, we're living in we're living in a time where like uh you're not or dating someone or marrying someone isn't like uh you know like a constraint anymore. Like if you don't want to be with someone, yeah, it's not you don't have that social pressure as much anymore. You don't have that legal pressure much anymore to, to, uh, to stay with that person now, which is a good mm. thing. Which I think it gives men and women 
I know men would probably disagree with this, or a lot of incels would disagree with this, but it gives women the opportunity to not feel hamstrung and not to feel cornered into in all of these relationships. Because I know people usually say like, oh, people are unhappier because now, you know, a divorce is going up. And I think that's one way to read it, that, oh, women and men are becoming unhappier. But I also do think that um, it's the sign that people have more of a social freedom and a social... Uh, mm prerogative yeah, to say like oh listen this relationship isn't serving me anymore i i am i am more free to to leave this relationship and to have my own income to have my own you know sort of life outside of this relationship you know what i mean and they're not like 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 back back in the day like even back in like the 50s and 60s being married was like an arrangement more or less like when you once you were married you were like set for life to get a divorce was more of a hassle than anything but to get a, to get a divorce now especially if you divorce amicably it's not as i'd imagine obviously i'm speaking from like a 22 year old mm, perspective mm, mm. but i imagine yeah. it's not as much of a uh, um yeah yeah much 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 of a social ill as it used to be i i get what you mean but then would it link to this idea you know when you're like dating someone with would that because you're talking about divorce would you say that's a an issue with compromise then rather than than what you said because for me i'm thinking something must have gone wrong someone must feel like they're suppressing themselves do you think that's a lack of compromise that would lead to a divorce i think um each divorce case is different but yeah generally i think from what i can tell if one party is unhappy, the other party clearly loves the other person enough to be like, I don't want to uh, trap an unhappy person. So to mm. an extent, I feel like it should be a little bit of a, of a uh, maybe compromise is the wrong word, like um, like an understandable like agreement to be yeah. like, listen, I would rather you happy than trapped. That's, that's, yeah. what, I, that's, that's yeah. what I imagine most relationships to be like. But so, again, because, obviously each yeah. relationship is different. Because you two are in quite successful relationships, what would you say has been the key for you two for your relationships functioning? If that's too deep of a question, because we've got little ears, as people say, um, that's fine. But I'm just, I'm just curious myself. We're not dating, by really, the way. I don't really... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, just we have our own partners. Um, yeah. I don't really... How do I put this? I don't think I really look at my relationship and go, oh, like... I can give all these tips. Like I just, it just, I don't know, it just exists. Um, I guess just understanding, like when there's an issue, just talk to each other. Like once it comes up, like I learned that. Like you know, don't let fe- things like fest, like fester for too long. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, that's the main thing. Just listening to each other. Like I feel like there's a lot of people who, because I spend a lot of time on like on some subreddits, like relationship advice and things. So many of these things, I'm just like, you could have just talked to the person rather than posting this on Reddit. You didn't have Facts. to jump to this length. Um, so I think it's just open, honest communication. Like, it's easier said than done, obviously. Like, if things are difficult. Mm. Um, but I, I do think it's just that, yeah. That's all I have to say. I don't really know what else. I have a quick question. So would you say, because I, I mentioned compromise before, would you say compromise is one of the biggest factors in in a successful relationship? Because you're mentioning communication, it tends to be there must be things that you two may or may not do. I don't want to be planting any seeds that may rub your partner the wrong way, but because you know it rubs in the wrong way and you like to do that said thing, you maybe perhaps you don't do it anymore. I'll say this: the one thing that's interesting though is that once you have a partner, uh, and I think Selena may be able to speak on this, 
you realize the little things you do that like no one else notices like stuff like oh um like I sigh a lot like when I'm like exasperated I do a lot of like yeah you, uh, you do that but like I can't be bothered <laughs> to like pick that out and have another argument about like about nothing yeah like stuff like that like um uh the habits like exactly like there's a bunch of like little things jazz and I didn't date by the way hmm. but there's like a bunch of like little uh <laughs> Oh, I did it right there. You just oh, did it. Yeah. Of... <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but there, there's a bunch of like little things that you will pick up. And it's okay. Like at first I saw it as like an attack of like, oh, why does does uh why does he like always like pick up on these things that I do? Like, um, but after a while, it's like it's not it's not an it doesn't have to be an issue, it's just something that's being pointed out. Well, like, what's an example? This thing. The 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 sighing thing, like the thing like um, what, what, what's something that perhaps would surprise me um i do like uh getting in debates a lot i and sometimes yeah. like <laughs> just to annoy just but just annoy someone it's long, i don't get it <laughs> but one thing one thing i, I do like to do is like i like i like taking one thing i like to do is like i like taking just positions just for the sake of it so let's say someone's like oh man like i hate the color blue i'd be like yeah why do you hate the color blue though like the blue hasn't done anything wrong if you think about it blue is quite a useful color because this is this even though i have no real stake in like debating the position of like the blue color you know what i mean i like doing stuff like that just to annoy people um but yeah stuff like that like what about you silly is there anything yeah. that we because we've known each other for a while now um is there something that you uh... do that we might not notice you probably would notice it anyway I don't know. Like, um, apparently, if something's like uh, annoying or something, I just get quiet like straight away, and I just. Oh yeah. But I don't think that's me being annoyed at something or a person. I think I just naturally, I don't know, not withdraw, but it's more that I'm just thinking. So, mm. for example, I'll be silent. People are like, "Oh, what's wrong?" I'm like, I'm, there's nothing wrong. I'm just, I'm just not talking. Uh, mm. But it's mainly that. Uh, other than that, I don't really know what. Well, nothing else has come up. I will ask them after this. And and when they when they're listening to the podcast, be like, wait a second, this girl. Wait, we had we literally just had a conversation. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, but going back to the compromise thing, I think I'm just from just observation, mm. um, from other people's like relationship and, you know, my own. I think some people do say things are compromises even though it's probably not a compromise for example I know my friend is with their partner it's gonna Mm. sound bad now I'll just say it anyway I know them and I remember she was telling me like oh yeah I like this time I did the dishes I ironed his stuff I cooked I cleaned I did this um, you know, I did it because I love him, and I'm just like, but he's, but he could have, but are you getting anything out of it? Um, yeah, I didn't tell her that, this, but it was, <laughs> she was like, oh no, but it's because, you know, he wakes up early and then he goes to work, and but I was just thinking more on it. it, it I guess if, if it goes both ways, and they kind of agreed on it, and she's getting equally that amount of effort back, I'll be like, okay, fine. Mm. But from what I've seen, I'm just, I don't think she is. 
So I, mm. I think people t- tell themselves things are compromises uh, to maybe say that like their relationship is good or to convince themselves that this is how it should be. But I don't think mm. a compromise should be at the expense of you being unhappy or it should be a mutual like agreement. Mm, mm, For example, mm, mm. like when my uh, like boyfriend is like really tired or anything or something, like I, I will maybe clean up or like do the dishes but I do that because I know I'm going to get equal, like, effort back. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they won't just lay around and do whatever. But I think mm. some people are just like, yeah, I'll accept what I get. And I sometimes forget that what I would like to, what I would like to happen to me isn't what I'd like, what, what my partner would like to happen. So, like, stuff like, if I'm annoyed, I'd want to be left alone. This is an example. Like, if I'm annoyed, um... This isn't a real example, but if I was annoyed, I'd want to be left alone. They um, might not want to be left alone. They might want like someone to talk to them and be like, explain your problems, that kind of thing. But I, you have to always remember that the person you're with, the, the, the remedy for your problems aren't the same remedy for your partners. So you have to always mm. try to understand what's the best way to deal with each situation in terms of what your partner wants. And that's something mm. that I've, I'm constantly like still getting used to. I still don't. I'll have a full grasp and it's something that I'm, but I'm still trying to learn and try to get better at, you know what I mean? So, um, I was yeah. say, gay that was, that was a good, that was, that was a healthy topic. We went into a lot of tangents though. Yeah, it was good. It was healthy. It was healthy. That was, that's kind of all yeah. it in terms of like questions for that topic. But how, how have you guys been, honestly? Like, how are you finding online uni? How are you finding unemployment? What's, what's the vibe? Um, like, I think I'm just getting a lot of COVID fatigue. Is that the word? Well, yeah, like just fatigued about lockdown. But I did mm. put in an email yesterday. I want to help out with the vaccinations. Hey. So hopefully that'll be some money coming in. Because I realised, well, now that my course might just be online for the rest of the year or however long this lockdown will go on yeah. for, I might as well try and get some income with helping vaccinate mm-hmm. and do and do mm-hmm. my part. <laughs> mm-hmm. So hopefully that's something. Haven't heard that yet. That's good. That's good, actually. Really good. But, um, yeah, no, me, um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just chilling. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm glad that I don't have to exert myself too much. I'm just looking for jobs. I'm trying to like, I'm doing a lot of reading. Cause I really haven't, don't have, don't have that much else to do. Um, it's interesting looking at like, uh, like the media I'm consuming it and looking at, looking at it through a different lens and looking at mm. kind of like the messaging that's come up. I've been looking at like a lot of YouTube channels, which looks at media like a lot of different ways. So like there's one YouTube channel called Wisecrack. And um, I don't know if you guys know this YouTube channel, but they basically look oh, at like that. TV shows. Yeah, they look at TV shows like, I'm trying to think of an example, like, um, like oh, I did it there. Sorry, my bad guys. But um, no, no, see that this is the one way. Sorry to interrupt you. This is the thing with this podcast, right? I didn't know we jazzed did this breathing thing until I started editing this podcast, and it was to the point where I was like, "Oh my gosh, jazz like stop!" And I'll be saying that, but obviously you can't hear me because I'm just listening to a recording of his voice. I'll be like, "Oh, jazz!" Um, but yeah, don't don't feel insecure. Don't feel insecure. It's, it's you. It's you. Mm. That's your thing. And I bet you now people listening are gonna probably notice it now because I bet you they didn't even notice until until mentioned. Mm. Um. But um, I'm trying to think of this show. Like, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I don't know if you guys know that show or yeah. I'm trying to think of another show. Uh, Atlanta, 
um they do spongebob like like little shows like that it, it looks at like looks at the philosophical ramifications bojack horseman is a great example like they look at shows through like a specific philosophical lens and look at how like specific characters can represent different uh specific aspects of society or emotions mm. and how the writers basically intentionally or un- unintentionally of course like sometimes you can just write something and it just clicks together yeah but uh it shows shows me at least how like how almost like poetic even like the most like stupid of shows can be like how intentional each character can be each line of dialogue can be each scene can be and it kind of makes me realize okay I can't just write scenes of like sad people going through sad things or something like oh let's have a pregnant woman have an abortion and then while she's having the abortion like she loses the toe or something like you can't just have sad things just to have something that builds builds up the characters builds the narrative and builds like a, a message to deliver to the audience basically that's so yeah that's what i've been doing yeah sounds good yeah Mm-mm. yeah um i guess with online uni uh it's it's a joke really um yeah yeah i'm not surprised to recognize us. it's a joke yeah <laughs> um i think like you know i i kind of wanted to do a master's kind of glad I, uh, with with the good news i have today i don't really have to anymore but um you know i was kind of like oh you know maybe i'll do a master's and how online uni was for this year first time confirmed that i can't justify spending fifteen thousand pounds to self-study and i can't even justify paying the nine thousand pounds no the eighteen thousand pounds because this year last year and uh, in online learning like I think online uni has exposed how poor our higher education system is like it's really poor because if you think about yeah. it the essays that we're doing you jazz you didn't graduate too long ago like it's all self-taught regardless of if it was online or in person it was all self-taught obviously the lecturers mm. can't teach us how to can't tell us how to write an essay but we're the ones who actually have to research like I was doing this essay um yesterday and I the, the lecturer put the wrong citations for the readings so you know when you have like a reading list for each topic and you obviously don't want to be dependent on those but you know mm-hmm. you kind of look at one and then from there you kind of branch out and you find other things the man right. put the citations in wrong and I literally was like wait are you serious so I had to go find the citations on my own like I could, I couldn't find it on the, you know, on the university website. I couldn't find it on good old Google Scholar. So I feel like, and you know, like, cause my essay was on liberalism. You know how he cited it? He just wrote like John P. Liberalism. Not every book is called liberalism. I, I swear it's not, not every essay, but it's just, he just puts, and you put liberalism and then in, you know, in italics, like, come on, like, come on, like try and act like we're paying you like to, to do these citations. You look at the lecture notes, he's just copying and pasting um you know when you copy and paste what like philosophers say the english is a little bit more complex it's a little bit harder to understand and usually mm-hmm. you're meant to put it in layman terms but he just copies yeah. and pastes it so i'm just like reading it, i'm like i don't understand what this is saying so i'm doing this essay complete that was the first essay in my life completely on my own at least the other ones lecture slides kind of help in terms of like finding definitions and the reading list kind that was the first one that there was nothing like literally I, I was voice noting my friend, like, I wish I did the module evaluation for this guy after this assessment, because everyone is fuming, like fuming. And then they're wondering why people aren't graduating with higher grades. 
like you say you do things that will prevent us from succeeding but yeah like online uni it's not the move at all and um you know even people the even accommodations are finessing students like my accommodation wouldn't give me a refund um so it's just it, it's it, it's a joke overall if I'm being honest and I don't and I really hope that for next year they actually adapt to to COVID I don't think they actually did I think they thought make it all online I think they're half like trying to pretend they've adapted but they really haven't they haven't no. so they don't have to pay they don't have to refund us or anything exactly I so think yeah they yeah we're doing yeah. this and this but like you aren't really you're not you're not because like it doesn't make sense to me okay so if it's I think if you're going online and you have 12 topics right I think you should half that and then spend two weeks on each topic that would justify you adapting to going online because what's the point in each week we're on a different topic when it's all self-taught anyways and then in the same time there's people who have to read 100 pages in a week we have to do tests every other week we have essays to do let um seminars to prepare for and it's just it it easily piles on i don't know one person who's doing online uni right now who isn't burnt out i feel like personally i'm just running on fumes since the start of this term like i'm relaxed because i've handed in my last assessment but now i've got this dissertation thing to do and then yeah we're back to term two but then I was like, but if you're uh, a student who's like on a first, then this pandemic hit and then next year, like you're suffering severe mental health because I don't know, like your grandparents died or like you're stuck in isolation or, you know, a myriad yeah, of other you reasons. Know what going that mean exactly. you just, and, and then you get like a 2-2. Two, two. Does that mean like since you're a 2-1, like, oh, we would have given you this job, but since you got a 2-2 two, two in your second job, you know, we have to. Yeah, make it make you. sense. Like, it doesn't I, make any I, sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I, I, I like, I can't, yeah um because they've now graduated like oh no uni fee should still be sky high for all the other students it's like but you already graduated so what, i mean like, why is it my- number one university should be free <laughs> number one <laughs> but yeah number two like I, it's also it also it also sucks more because it'd be one thing if he was like someone like oh yeah i graduated like two three years ago he was someone who graduated when there was a safety net so like Make it, it makes, makes literally sense. no sense yeah, make, make it, it make, yeah, make it no make sense. sense. But, but yeah, I mean, this, to be this, fair, this the safety net policy uh, it's a bit weird to me because, like, I don't know how you're doing it still because, um, I'm coming from the perspective of someone who's in third year now, right? Like, I don't get it. Like, I don't. I, maybe I need to read into it. Like, I just don't get it because, okay, we're in second year, but what if you did bad in second year and then you also did bad in third year, but there was also a pandemic during those two years? That's why I don't get how the safety net policy helps. But I'm I guess it's supposed to be people. that if you if you do, if you do better, net? I guess it means if you do better this year, it should push your grade up. But if you do worse than you did last year, it will pull your grade down. I think that that's the whole, that's what the whole point should be. But I don't know if that's the actual implementation. Let's hope, let's hope, let's hope, let's hope. But yeah, it's just weird. Online, I just think, I, I, I honestly hope they look at the fees and be like, nah. Like I would rather pay, even if someone said three thousand, I would be like, still a lot for what we're getting. If I'm being brutally honest, uh, three thousand for what, like Zoom, Unlimited, um, and Outlook, yeah, Microsoft Teams. Yeah, um, you know what I mean. Like the only reason every five seconds. <laughs> exactly. I'm only thanking you guys because I have Microsoft Word. That's literally like you know what I mean. It's just, uh, it just it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. And then um, the library that doesn't work really right now. Um, so that I mean, the, you know, the online when you're getting readings, like every time I Google yeah. something, it says system error. So 
Um, it just, <laughs> I'm like, I can't even justify spending even 3000 but I think they really need to realize that, you know, and that's the thing, because people go, oh, it's online and, you know, it should be easier. And, you know, we didn't have this issue last year. And I'm like, well, there wasn't a pandemic last year. So we can't meet like a lot of like the lecturers at my university keep comparing it to last year. Well, last mm. year's third year didn't say this. So therefore, this shouldn't be an issue now. And I'm like, but last year, mate, it wasn't a pandemic. It wasn't a pandemic. And then, you know, because it's online, one of my assessments uh, was like, you got 15 minutes to answer 20 questions. Online or not online, that's not enough time. And you said it was open book, but you're basically telling us we have to study for it. Mm. You know, so it, it's, just, it's, just, it's just weird to me, this whole online uni thing. Yeah, so we'll close out now. Okay. <laughs> okay, closed. <laughs> now check it. But thank you everyone for listening to the Benangay podcast. Uh we upload every other Wednesday. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram at Benangay Podcast. Um and if you guys want to also collaborate with us, we do have an email account. It's Benangay Podcast at gmail.com. Uh let me know. Did I miss anything? Oh yeah, follow us on Spotify if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh Google Podcast and you can follow us on Anchor if those aren't your streaming services that you use. Thank you guys for listening. Peace.